In December, the death of a 48-year-old elephant at the San Diego Zoo reignited a long-standing debate if elephants should be kept in captivity. Zoos argue that having elephants in captivity are the only means to study them, and it's the only surefire way of keeping them safe from poachers. Meanwhile, activists say most zoos needlessly separate elephant families, just as our understanding of their social structure develops. For the San Diego Union Tribune, I'm Daniel Wheaton, and this is your San Diego News Fix. John Wilkins, you're part of the Enterprise team at the Union Tribune, and most recently you've been looking into the plight of elephants in the San Diego Zoo. Why don't you explain what is this controversy? Well, so elephants in captivity has been an issue for a number of years. Uh, it pertains particularly to elephants because they're so large. The idea being in, in the wild, they travel so far, and they travel in uh, rather large social groups. You can't really match those situations in captivity. Mm-hmm. And can you give us a sense of the lay of the land? Who are the people that are really pushing for reforms when it comes to elephants? Well, there are a number of them. The most recent one is a group called In Defense of Animals, which is up in Northern California. They come out with a list every year of what they deem to be the 10 worst zoos for elephants in uh, North America. And uh, San Diego Zoo Global made that list this year at number nine, which uh, was kind of surprised to a number of people considering the zoo's reputation. Yeah, and what are some of the kind of key reasons why, according to the opponents, the zoo is doing a terrible job of managing the elephants? So it mainly has to do with them uh, moving elephants around. As I mentioned earlier, they uh, they are very social in their herds. They, they stay together for a long time. Um, in groups. And so uh, San Diego Zoo Global, specifically at the Safari Park, has had a lot of success breeding elephants. Uh, and so uh, there's only a limited room there. They have to move them around. So they moved uh, five of them to a zoo in Tucson in 2012. And then there's about four or five other males that they've moved in recent years to other zoos. So this group thinks that that is, uh, you know, cruel and unusual punishment to the mm-hmm. elephants, basically. And do we have any evidence of like elephant trauma after this separation, this family separation of elephants? Well, you can't interview them, so I don't know. I mean, I I think there are some examples they would point to with uh, certain elephants that uh, demonstrate uh, some kind of uh, uh, ill feelings about having been moved around. So, And uh, uh, when San Diego made room, when Safari Park made room to bring in a herd of elephants from Swaziland, way back in 2003, they brought in seven Mm-hmm. elephants to make room. They had to move three of the elephants from the safari park to uh, a zoo in Chicago. All three of those elephants were dead within two years. Wow. And what were the reasons why they died? Well, you, you'd have to get uh, the necropsies, which I'm not sure have been done, but um, there were some pre-existing health issues, which again would get back to the critics saying that uh, many of the health issues elephants suffer in captivity are due to the captivity. Mm-hmm. It seems like there are very clear parallels to the arguments that were made about blackfish in SeaWorld years ago. Are activists kind of hoping for a moment like that in which elephants in captivity are viewed similarly to how killer whales were in that documentary? Yeah, I think that they do see some parallels with that. Um, I think the major difference is that uh, killer whales at uh, SeaWorld were being used uh, for entertainment. Mm -hmm. You had the you had the trainers in the water with them. They were doing jumps, and that doesn't happen with the elephants. Um, the other major difference is that uh, there is a lot of research being done on elephants in captivity, and San Diego is a major player in that. 
pioneer in that. They're learning all sorts of things about the elephants in captivity that they hope to apply to elephants in wild. And what are some of the key discoveries that the researchers have made so far? Well, they're doing tracking on how far they walk. Um, They're doing tracking on their reproductive cycles. Um, They're currently working on a new project that uh, attempts to learn more about a herpes virus that can be fatal to elephants. So they draw blood from the elephants. They're doing other sort of uh, daily markers to try and set some base understanding of the condition of the elephants, and they'll and they'll watch for if this what happens with this virus. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's certainly difficult because like the amount of change that humans have put on the world. It seems like you almost need to have animals in captivity to study them in this sense, but it's kind of this quid pro quo of like, what's going to affect these animals that, you know, we suddenly change how they live their entire lives. Is this science still applicable to those in the wild? Yeah. And one of the arguments uh, that the critics make against uh, zoos that are breeding elephants in particular is that the elephants that are being bred, the babies, the calves, they're not going anywhere. They're not reintroducing them into the wild at this point. So you're basically uh, creating babies who will grow up uh, in zoos, which, you know, is is, uh, certainly a different life than what they would have in the wild. Mm -hmm. But, you know, at the same time, uh, elephants, uh, Asian elephants are endangered. African elephants are threatened or vulnerable. And so will there become a point where the only elephants we have in the world are the ones in zoos? Yeah, it's certainly possible, especially with climate change. So it, it does raise that kind of dangerous specter, I suppose. Well, and the zoos would, would also make the argument that um, uh, elephants in captivity have a, actually have a better life than the ones in the wild. There's nobody trying to poach them at the zoo. You know, there's no... There are none of the uh, problems with habitat destruction that's going on in places in Africa. So, uh, mm-hmm. you know, that's that's another uh, a point to consider. So, and more broadly, what are some of the things that San Diego Zoo Global is trying to do to kind of fight against this narrative that zoos are antiquated and inherently wrong because we're holding creatures in captivity? How are they having a counter-argument to that? Well, the, uh, one of the major ar- arguments would be how they've evolved over time. I mean, when they first brought elephants in, they chained them in, you know, concrete concrete pens, basically. And now the, the exhibit space is much larger. The elephants have more choice about where they can move. They have more, uh, they have more uh, room to have more of the elephants together. So I think the main argument would be that they are uh, much closer to creating a similar situation to what elephants might have in the wild in terms of their social structure, in terms of how they move around, how they reproduce. So, mm-hmm. you know, mainly it would be an evolution, and they hope to continue to evolve in a way where what they learn can actually be transferred. Yeah, and certainly the safari park is the closest thing compared to most elephants' captivity, because is, is San Diego zoos alone in having that kind of open environment for elephants? No, a number of places have opened new exhibits in the last 10 years um, that have uh, more space, uh, but it's still, you know, it's fairly limited. Um, a lot of animal activists would l- prefer to see all the elephants currently in captivity move to sanctuaries, mm-hmm. and there are a number of them in uh, Northern California and Tennessee. The biggest one in Northern California is 2,300 acres, which is way larger than any zoo has available for elephants. And do you know how many elephants are currently in those sanctuaries? Uh, I don't. Uh, the main one up there, I believe, has eight right now. Um, and they all, I think, are all elephants that have been um, moved from circuses or zoos. Mm-hmm. So when speaking to individuals on both sides of this story, is there any kind of one uh, 
point or idea that really sticks with you that kind of raises the question of, should we still be doing this? I mean, it depends on where you're coming from. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the zoo people would argue that the question of whether they belong in captivity is an ethical question and not a scientific one. So it sort of depends on how you want to approach it. Um, the interesting parallel between all of them is how much they all care about the elephants. Mm-hmm. Um, I talked to one a former keeper who is now an opponent of them in captivity who said, when you think about it, really the only, the only people who benefit from having elephants in captivity is the keepers because of the bond that they create with the animals. So mm-hmm. um, everybody on both sides, I think, genuinely cares about the elephants. Mm-hmm. Certainly. And the question of, are zoos an ethical form of research and entertainment is a debate that, as a culture, we're likely going to continue to have. Yeah, well, and as techni- technology changes, I mean, r- right now we have Buddy Holly on concert as a hologram, right? You could make mm-hmm. the argument that maybe what a zoo should be is a hologram of an elephant in the wild, just something that we as a society are going to have to make a decision on. And clearly we're in a time period when our sensibilities about animals are changing. All right. John Wilkins, thank you so much. You bet. Thank you. Also, an update from a story from last week. A San Diego mother and her two small children will leave Wuhan, China, after being stuck in a coronavirus-related lockdown. Yan Junwei traveled home with her two children, three-year-old Rowan and one-year-old Mia, to celebrate Chinese New Year with her parents, but found herself trapped. Wei contacted the U.S. State Department, and over the weekend, she received confirmation of her flight home. Thanks for listening to the San Diego News Fix, which goes live weekdays at 5 p.m. On weekday mornings, you can also hear a quick rundown of local weather and headlines. Just tell your smart speaker to launch the San Diego Union Tribune. You can also get the Flash Briefing as a podcast. For a full listing of our audio offerings, go to uniontribune.com slash podcasts. Until next time.